This is Michael Bosey. Welcome to Marketing Without the Marketing, where I try to teach you everything that I know about content marketing 10 minutes at a time. Now, if you've been following along, you know that I've been doing a social media strategy series where I kind of go episode by episode, a deep dive into each of the platforms, and I've covered most of the bigs uh, so far. The last one of that set is going to be uh, Pinterest. I want to talk a little bit about this. It's kind of last on my list because, you know, generally I've not gotten a lot out of it, uh, though I got to say that's starting to change. These guys have really stepped it up with regards to business use of the platform. Uh, the biggest thing is analytics. They're also doing ads uh, and they have a lot of helpful documentation to get you up and running with the, with uh, with both of those features. Uh, it seems that they know that they've got a really popular uh, well-loved platform, and it's clear that they're pushing to get more out of it. So have you been using Pinterest for business? Why don't we take a look at the considerations as to whether or not that's a good idea. Now, people who love this platform really, really love it. It's great for building an organic audience. And to me, it's one of the most pure networks, I would say, meaning that it's really held true to what people like about it. And we'll see what happens with some of the recent changes in Pinterest around analytics and ads. But um, so far, they've been, you know, just pretty good about serving the audience that they have. Let's talk about that audience a little bit. Now, it's no secret or surprise that the Pinterest user base is predominantly women. But by now, you know how I feel about demographics, right? It doesn't matter one bit if your audience is there. And the audience is quite large on Pinterest. There's 100 million active monthly users on Pinterest today. And I get that stat from an article called 11 Pinterest Myths Debunked, published on social media today. And let me quote from that article. Uh, it's They say, in fact, in 2014 alone, Pinterest saw 100% growth in the number of male users on the platform, and those numbers are set to drastically increase as men realize the powerful benefits of the platform. This does not surprise me at all. It's a very cool app, very visually driven, uh, and more than, than just the simple demographic of younger women uh, can get something out of it. I mean, come on, that's obvious, right? So don't just give up on it because you think that it's uh, uh, that your audience is not on there. Yeah, that's not likely to be true. All right, now, if you haven't been using Pinterest so far, why don't we talk about just a, a basic starter strategy? One, if you're using Instagram, then it's a natural for you to use Pinterest as well, right? Because basically, if you're posting something to Instagram, you can post it to Pinterest as well. Um, I want to caution you with that because as I've said before uh, in this series, you know, the context matters, right? So just posting the same thing exactly as is is probably a no-no uh, unless you plan for it up front to be that way. I mean, the cues and the context are a little bit different, but just the fact that you're posting to Instagram means that you have images, which means that, you know, with some light tweaks, you can probably get something out of Pinterest as well. So for instance, if you're blogging, and you should be if you're running a small business, why not set up one Pinterest board for your blog? Then people can choose to opt in and follow it or not, right? So for me, I just take any episode of this podcast or a blog post, and I post each one once. 
I mean, why wouldn't you do this, right? If you're creating an image for your blog post or for me for my podcast anyway, why not post it there? This is a common practice on Pinterest. It's not sort of seen as self-promotional. And again, everything needs to be done so that you're providing value to an audience. I mean, you don't want to be just, uh, you know, pushing your stuff out there and hoping that people will come. Uh, but look, for me, that means my frequency is about once a week with a few exceptions, sometimes a little heavier. Uh, I include one or two hashtags. I, I think you can't go overboard with this like you can on Instagram. Um, but also, you know, I throw in some personal stuff too. So for instance, lately I've been obsessed with the musical Hamilton. So I've been posting stuff uh, there or I post things about guitars uh, as well since... I love guitars, <laughs> so it shows uh, a, a different side of me than just sort of the content strategy, the social media strategy type stuff. And I think it's a good thing for you to experiment with those types of things as well. It just gives people the chance to get to know you as a person a little bit better, uh, that there's a real person behind the business. Now, the next thing I would do for a strategy is to set up a business account. Now, like I mentioned in the Instagram segment, there's really no reason not to set up a business account. I mean, one, it looks just like your personal account and you can still keep your personal name, not your business name. So for instance, my Pinterest account is under Michael Bosey, even though it's a business account. So it's not under Control Mouse Media, it's under my name. But the second thing that's really important is this opens up analytics. Uh, which is really powerful, and the ability to run ads as well. And you want to be able to do that. Um, let me explain why. First of all, with analytics, uh, you can find this uh, once you have set up a business account, have it verified, have your site verified. Uh, you can follow the instructions on that. It's fairly easy. Then you'll just go to analytics.pinterest.com. There's a menu item in the upper left uh, once you're there. And then you can get stats on... Uh, a few different factors. Uh, the first is impressions, repins, clicks, and then you can see sort of all-time stats, and you can use these to see which ones are doing well. Uh, it also allows you to sort of filter or see uh, the country, uh, metro areas, uh, so what cities, uh, gender, and language as well, which is kind of cool. Uh, in addition, there's a few other things like a particular interest, so it tells you the other most popular interests of your users, which is kind of cool because it might help you tailor new content in the future. So this is just something to watch and monitor. And the other cool thing is you can see sort of similar businesses, um, you know, you can see where your customers are visiting uh, besides you, which is kind of cool. The only thing that's a little bit of a bummer, uh, and I understand that this is new, uh, this is sort of a new feature for Pinterest, is that the analytics and ads feature is not in their mobile version, or at least not yet, which means that it's, you know, it's hard to sort of keep track of. You got to do it on desktop, but you know, so it is. All right, next let's talk about ads. And I got to say, I've had some great results on ads so far. And look, maybe it's because this is still fairly new for Pinterest. Um, I've just found that you're able to get lots of impressions, lots of action on it, and a really good value compared to Twitter, and especially really good value compared to Facebook. So here again, you can go to ads.pinterest.com. Again, this is in the upper left menu once you have a business account. 
And there are three types of campaigns that you can run. There's awareness campaigns, engagement campaigns, and traffic campaigns. And uh, with awareness campaigns, you're, you know, the idea here is to build brand awareness. Their key metric is impressions. Uh, the engagement campaign are looking for engagements, not surprisingly, right? Who's actually pinning or liking or saving uh, your pins? And then the third one is a traffic campaign. This is to drive traffic to a website. So you're going to be putting in a link there. Uh, the key metric is the click-through rate. Um, and this is kind of cool because you can kind of focus in on a specific audience. Now, it's not yet as fine-tuned as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, but it's still very, very good with the uh, tuning to your audience. So to create your ad, just pick one of these three different things, awareness, engagement, or traffic. Set your budget. Set the duration that you want it to run. And look, even $5 for four or five days will work. Just try this out, right? Just see what happens for fairly low investment. You pick a pin, then you create an audience. And this audience, uh, you don't have to do this, by the way. This audience uh, that you create targets your existing followers only. So I would say this strategy is good for those who, of you who have actually been using this in the past. Uh, to you know, in other words, you've built up a nice audience uh, so far. This will be really great for you. Uh, then you filter by interests. Now, with the categories that they have here, I have to say this is definitely better for B two C businesses, which probably won't be much of a surprise. They have things like uh, design and arts and gardening and health and fitness and travel and weddings and photography. So you can see it's definitely pitched towards those businesses who are servicing, you know, more of a B2C audience. And lastly, if you're setting up your ads, very, very important is to use some keywords because these are the things that people are going to be searching uh, and it's going to help Pinterest in probably more ways than the others to, to focus in on whom they will present these the uh, promoted pin to, right? So there are a few other factors that you need to decide, but those are really the most important when you're running your ad. So you publish the ad and you check your analytics and you iterate, just like uh, what I've said in every other segment of this series. Uh, you want to use this uh, strategically to sort of see what works, try something fairly low risk, put it out there, watch what happens, make a small controlled adjustment, and then take it from there. Just keep iterating on that same cycle until you find something that really hits. Now, the other thing that I will say where Pinterest is not quite as advanced as Facebook uh, and Twitter with regard to ads is that you're not getting real-time results. Basically, you check in and it's about 24 hours behind. So it makes it tough to sort of iterate on the fly. Um, and it's just sort of fun to, you know, to check in a couple times a day if you're running a Facebook ad or a Twitter ad because they'll give you real-time results and Pinterest doesn't do that yet. You know, minor limitation, you know, whatever. Okay, cutting right to it though, to the strategy, I will say that I think of the three, the traffic campaigns are the best because I think it benefits you the most. Because look, if you're going for clicks, which is what traffic is looking for, it's looking for clicks through to your website. So if you're trying to measure for that, you're going to get the impressions anyway, right? In other words, Pinterest is going to serve up this ad to people. They're going to see it. They might like it. They might share it. Uh, and the only time you get charged is if they click through to your site. Now, 
keep in mind, even with these ads, a very small percentage actually click, even if the content's really good. So that, to me, that means that you're getting the impressions anyway. And look, the same thing goes for these engagements, right? If they like you or your content, you're going to get likes. In other words, think of likes as an outcome, not as a goal, right? Likes in general are not really that valuable in this second era of social media, right? Meaning that it's sort of the social advertising era as I define it. Likes confirm the lowest level of audience interest, which make no mistake, that's valuable, right? But it's not that valuable. It's just a starting point. And Facebook is leading the pack in this regard. And remember, they're making you pay to reach your own audience. That means that it's not your audience. So this is why I think that the click, you know, getting the click back to your site is the thing that you're you're trying to do, right? The goal of any of this is to try to get them back to your site. Anyway, you've set that up as your content hub. Let's get people there. And that's I mean, that's the whole reason that you're you're trying to use uh, promoted posts or pins or ads or whatever. Now, if you do that, and you set this up so that you're getting clicks back to your site and you get some likes in the process, Great, no harm in that, right? But you're not paying for that. So look, this is just my opinion from experimenting with ads in Pinterest. And in general, it's how I like to run my business and for my clients as well. But you got to try your own strategies. Um, Just try this out. But again, start slow. Don't put too much money into this until you, you know, find the lever that works. And then, of course, if you're spending $100 in ads and that nets, you know, $400 in sales, that's the lever you want to keep pulling, right? Because now you have, uh, it, it's, the machine is confirmed. It works. Uh, so that's when you start doing that. Uh, but start slow. Don't spend too much on this because, you know, you're going to find out a lot. I mean, the thing that's been cool is that even in my early experimentation with this, I've been getting really, really good results uh, with this. It's just been really good value for the money. A lot of impressions, a lot of saves, a lot of clicks, really good CTR. Uh, for fairly low spend. And I don't know how long this is going to last, right? I think that Pinterest is doing this, uh, think of it as sort of a promotional or a trial period while it's still new. Uh, They're nowhere near as advanced as Facebook and not even close to uh, Instagram or even Twitter, which are you know, fairly new on the ad strategy. So now might be a good time to give this a try. You know, while they're still experimenting, you're an early adopter and you're getting a really good value. I mean, why not, right? Now, it goes without saying that if you're going to run an ad, remember, an ad can only do so much, right? So if you're going to run an ad, make sure that when you're driving people back to your site, that it's really good content. And this goes back to, you know, what I say about everything with a content strategy. If you're producing stuff that is going to be useful to your audience, that's going to teach them something, that's going to inspire them, that's going to, you know, change their mind about something, that's going to enlighten them, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve with that. If you're doing that, then your ads can possibly work. All the ad can do is bring some awareness to it. That's it, right? Ads alone are not a content strategy, got to have some stuff behind it. So I know that you know that by now, uh, following along with this series, uh, but I just wanted to underscore that. So that'll about do it for Pinterest. I hope that you find this to be helpful. Uh, Maybe there's some strategies in here that you can get in there, give it a try and see what happens. And if you've been using it so far, um, you know, this ads feature and the analytics might help you get better at it. If you've not been using it so far, 
I say, what are you waiting for, right? This is a very, very high-use platform with lots of good creative people, and especially if you're a B2C business, uh, you should really give it a try. All right, so I guess I'll sign off now. Again, thank you for joining me. Now, keep in mind that next week is Labor Day. Usually I publish on Mondays. uh, So I'm going to take another break next week, but I'll be back the week following. And I haven't decided what I'm going to do. If I'm going to, you know, keep going uh, with the social media series, you know, I still want to cover LinkedIn Pulse. Uh, Twitter ads, Facebook ads, Facebook groups, uh, Periscope, SlideShare, Medium. I mean, there's a bunch of others that I'd like to get to, uh, not just the platforms themselves, but the strategies as well. So let me know if there's any that you want me to hit there. But I've also been, you know, just getting a lot of questions uh, from uh, folks who are thinking of starting a business where at the very, very beginning stages of this. And, you know, people have been asking me to, you know, have a coffee and, you know, talk things over or whatever. And there are some basic questions that keep coming up over and over again. So I thought it might be good to have a few episodes around the very basics of when you're starting a business. So I thought that might be kind of good too. So that's what I kind of got in mind. Um, Uh, So I'm not sure exactly which one, but those are are both things that are going to be in the upcoming months through the fall. So I hope that you'll subscribe, get other people to subscribe and all that. But I appreciate you being here. So have a great Labor Day weekend and we'll see you on the other side in September.